Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah, brothers and sisters. Welcome to today's episode of Sunday Brunch. Thank you so very much for joining us inshallah on today's episode we're going to be talking about something that is so widespread yet there is such a huge stigma against it and people are having so much trouble coping with it addressing it talking about it but it's really there and it's making people isolated and lonely and really miserable um, living this one single life that they have Inshallah ta'ala, we're going to be discussing depression here. Assalamu alaikum, Sayyidina. Alaikum salam. So, um, me- mental health, basically, this the whole thing. I don't know why, but even year 2020, there's still a lot of like, it's still low-key taboo, right? But I think one of the instances of mental health that really needs to be talked about more often and people aren't talking about it enough is depression and especially in muslim societies because the moment you talk about depression they're like oh your iman is not strong enough you should go recite more quran you know Mm. supplicate more get closer to god i'm not saying that that doesn't help but it's like breaking a limb or having a toothache and no one ever tells you to like go recite quran you know what i mean Mm. so i think that depression should be addressed more as it is an illness mm-hmm. why isn't that happening you know um, I can tell you that one of the most pressing issues hands down one of the most pressing issues one of the most oftenly asked questions of me and I'm sure every single religious figure um, and leadership position is about depression uh, I get tons of emails from parents who are concerned about their children concerned about their children uh, I get emails from spouses who are concerned about you know his husband her husband or his wife his wife um, and family members friends uh, you know depression is something that is very dangerous very dangerous Um I remember I read in a report that it is more dangerous than all the wars combined. It's more lethal than all the wars and wars combined because it takes the lives of people. Whether it's by suicide, God forbid, or whether it's it hastens their death. Exactly. Basically. And it causes, uh, you know, it causes major illnesses. If we call depression a state of mental health, a bad state of mental health. It definitely leads to physical illnesses. Absolutely, because then you get fatigue, you lose your appetite, you can't sleep, insomnia comes, your joints hurt, you can't focus, your eyesight goes blurry, the headaches, the you know, it really has this direct effect on your body. And I don't understand why people insist on it being just like in your head. Of course, it's in my head. My yeah. brain is ill. Like you said, a lot of times the answer is, well, why don't you read Quran? Why don't you do du'a? Why don't you go to ziyara? I don't. I definitely believe that Allah subhanahu wa taala sends cure from the Quran, and that's the words of the Quran, and there's no doubt in that. 
However, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has also uh, made all other ways available for us to change our habits, change our lives, and change the state, our state of being, you know. Um, so depression is a very serious issue, and it needs to be addressed, and mental health is a sick extremely serious issue and I believe that in the year 2020 let's make it a point in our community centers to create mental health awareness yeah to at least have one seminar exactly. at least have five experts come and talk about this hear what people have to say you know I believe we Muslims living in the West have our own state of depression absolutely now look at the Muslims he goes into the airport. He's randomly selected. She applies for a job because she wears hijab. She does not get the job that she deserves. Yep. If she does, she doesn't get the respects that she deserves. If she does get the job and the respect, maybe not the same salary. Yeah. Look at the way sometimes we hear how Islam is being referred to in the media, even by some politicians. You don't think that creates a state of loneliness and sadness and, you know... Um, we are you're so isolated from the rest of the society and that constant stage of anxiety you have to live in are they going to mock me are they going to ridicule me are they going to pull my do, yeah. and that totally leads to depression because you're not confident about who you are and what you're practicing anymore and you constantly feel like a victim in the society or community you're living in and it's it's definitely depressing um, I think another another major state of depression and loneliness belongs to the converts. The converts speak to me a lot, and they tell me that, look, Sayyid, we, we're part of a, a society. We convert to Islam. We come into your centers, and we're not welcomed. And, and, and a lot of them suffer from depression and loneliness. I guarantee you a lot of them, maybe the, the majority of them, and they feel that Islam, you know, when they read about Islam, and then when they read the Qur'an, it's this utopia. It's this, this perfect religion, perfect laws. But we are not perfect. Yeah. And we are not flawless. And those people end up coming to our centers and they're discriminated against. Maybe they're not given the respect they deserve. I, they deserve. I believe that converts deserve more respect than average people because they came into Islam because they read and they investigated and they went through so much trouble. Some of them, you know, the trouble they go through when they convert to Islam. With their family, with their society, with their work. Another group of, I believe, lonely Muslims living in the West. And this is also a very important topic that needs to be addressed and I'm constantly reminded of it are uh, the sisters that are you know they feel neglected they feel that they they're living in the west and uh, they're not getting married on time and the brothers the gentlemen um, end up going back home marrying others bringing them to the west whether it's the u.s or the uk wherever and those young girls are um, left unmarried and uh, and that's also very important. It's very important for centers to find solutions for this. It's very important for centers to address those topics, not shy away from them. And create a network, you know? There are many ways. I think we need to resolve those issues in many different ways, whether it's networks, whether it's 
educating you know the the young men and young women in the communities whether it's letting them get to know one another uh, in in, in a, a safe healthy atmosphere exactly you know what what a thing that we always shy away from is letting them get to know one another in a safe islamic environment and you know thinking oh this is it but we don't know the social media and all all the other ways of communications and places people meet um I think that that also plays a huge role in not letting this marriage take place. Mm-hmm. When you meet people in the right circumstance, it may lead to marriage. When you don't, then it may not lead to marriage. So this is a complex topic. In the end, I really uh, want to say that for those who are suffering from depression, loneliness, and a, and a, and a mental state that is not comfortable, have faith in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Absolutely. You know, Allah, your parents may neglect you, your friends may neglect you, they may all shut their doors in your face, but Allah is always there. And He is Sami and He is Basir. And uh, and and be strong. You know, life is uh, full of ups and downs. Be strong, but also to the leadership of our communities to take this issue very seriously. And for the depressed to get help and for the leaders to help basically and inshallah ta'ala thank you so very much Sayyidina for your time thank you ladies and gentlemen for being with us on another episode of Sunday Brunch don't forget to share your comments and suggestions with us any topics you'd like for us to discuss here on the show until the next episode of Sunday Brunch same time same place we leave you in the care and protection of Allah wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah